Hey folks, Dirk Bentley here. If you've seen one of my concerts, you know I'm all about energy. Performing, recording, traveling, being a husband and a father, it's a busy life, and I need to be 100% every day. So when my battery starts running low, I grab a sugar-free, vitamin-packed, five-hour energy shot. It tastes great, and it gets me back to 100% fast. Try it. It could work for your busy life, too. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today the psychology of God. Part 1, the, tend- the tendency to synthesis. Before we get started, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. When psychology shifts its attention away from the study of the psyche of the individual, usually an abnormal individual, to a focus on the psychological qualities of the greater whole, of which we are but a part, we shall arrive at a new comprehension of deity or God. How can we speak of a psychology of God? Doesn't psychology apply only to people? It does if you're focusing only on the microcosmic level of the human being. But as the opening thought from Alice Bailey said, it's what we're addressing today is the qualities um, of the greater whole of which we are but a part. Humanity is a part of a great life. Everything that manifests on earth is a part of this one great life. And that's known as the macrocosm, in which each human being, each one of us, is a microcosm. And if we take our eyes off of the microcosm of the human experience, we can understand that everything, including deity, has a psychology. In the sense of the real meaning of the term, psychology means the word of the soul. And 
the psychology of deity or of God is the expression of the soul of all things functioning through all parts of all forms when we try to define or qualify this divine expression one way we have done so is through a discussion of the seven rays which as listeners know is um, a sevenfold expression of deity through uh, will or power through love, wisdom through intelligence through harmony through knowledge or science through idealism or devotion and through the union of opposites of the fusion of spirit and matter so building on that knowledge of the seven rays we wanted to discuss the uh, tendency to synthesis which is one of the um, attributes of um, the soul but in general we can say that um, it's the force of evolution the soul is the driving force that compels evolving life on all planes yes and I think this whole subject is it's quite vast in its scope and it's, it's going to require of, of the listener perhaps uh, the need to uh, stretch your mind um, outside the box and th- think outside the box way way outside the box <laughs> um, because um, this subject, if we're talking about the psychology of God or the um, <clears throat> the same reflection of psychology that we have in human beings, but on a much more uh, spiritual, higher uh, higher level, on a cosmic level in a sense. And so I think if you can stretch your mind <clears throat> to be more inclusive and to look beyond... Um, look beyond your religious trainings, your doctrines that you have grown up with, then um, you'll begin to understand and see what we're talking about, I hope, <clears throat> because um, it does get kind of uh, cosmic in its uh, nature. And um, so we'll have to um, have to see what happens. Uh, I think the... Uh, <clears throat> uh, the scope of this subject is such that uh, it, we, we talk in universal terms or the, in solar terms and in planetary terms and um, so try to bear with us and we'll try to explain as we go along. If we begin with the first um, mm-hmm. of the rules for inducing soul control, which is a very fancy way I think of um, saying Rules or guidelines for fostering the awakening of the soul aspect of divinity, particularly in the world. The first one is the tendency to synthesis. Fostering this tendency on earth, through human affairs, through the way we human beings relate to the tangible outer world, lets in an expression of divinity. I find that just an amazing thought, that we human beings can actually contribute to the expression of divinity on earth. I think Western religion, I might be wrong here, but it seems to me that Western religion tends to foster a sense that God is apart from the manifested world, greater than and above and beyond. 
this mortal coil that is so filled with uh, evil. In one sense, that's true. But God is also present in the created world and in the life of every human being. And this can be awakened and manifested through the tendency to synthesis, for one. Alice Bailey wrote that the motivating urge of God, his outstanding desire, if we can say the word desire on a very high level, is towards union and at one That is the the urge of God, union and at one And we've said so many times that behind all the outer diversity of the world, there is oneness. And the return to or the realization of that oneness, I think, comes through synthesis. Yes, and this um, same synthesis of synthesis that is <clears throat> present in the one of the psychological factors of God is um <coughs> excuse me is also present in us i mean in human beings because we have this same tendency to synthesis and it 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 starts way down even at the herd consciousness at the level of the herd because there is that that tendency to move together to, to come together to uh, uh, to be attracted to others of your, of a like kind, and um, we see this um, as is pointed out in the teachings. It's, we see the same synthesis in the construction of cities. Great cities are are um, centers of attractive power that where people are drawn together for um, usually purposes of their own. But um, uh, there is something deep within the human psyche that draws people together like this. And that is the power of synthesis. And that same urge to synthesis is what lies behind the religious impulse. I think for eons of time, from earliest Homo sapiens, there has been an expression of the religious impulse on, in many ways, what we would call a uh, very primitive level. But there has been a realization of a great power behind life that needs to be appeased and understood and we see that in the very meaning of the word religion which is I think from the Latin religari which means to bind back and so we can get a sense of this synthesis of this return to wholeness as the impulse whether we know it or not behind a religious belief it's a deep-seated urge in the human being to seek closer union with this power that the human being senses lies behind life and it's the same sense that gives us a faith or a conviction in immortality yes it's the um, the instinct to unify also and that is something very deep and we perhaps we just take it for granted in our daily life that we, we have this instinct to unify and uh, not to separate uh, there, there is obviously too much tendency to separate going on in the world and that is a uh, tendency that has to be overcome because uh, it kind of goes against the, the whole instinct of God to, to unify. And yet even that tendency to separate has in its own weird way an impulse to synthesis because if we look at some of the greatest problems in the world today we see they are tribal 
in expression. People cleave to the to their own kind, what they think is their own kind. They cleave to their tribe, whether that be uh, in the real sense of societies that are still divided along tribal lines, or in a little more um, abstract sense of wanting to be with people who one believes resemble oneself in terms of one's race, religion, uh, culture, cultural level, economic level, educational level. The tribal impulse is uh, alive and thriving. So even the fact that that tribalism in human consciousness creates divisions among people is in its own way uh, an expression of the fact that we know we're not completely alone. We're not alone on the atomic level. No, and it's, it's something very deep and instinctual in us, and uh, it it comes by way of the soul. The soul is the unifying factor here, and this soul impulse is there from the very beginning, from mm -hmm. the time that man and women, men and women, first began to walk upon the earth. And this expression of synthesis, this urge to synthesis, can't just be understood as... Um, the desire for unity. It's much deeper than that. Alice Bailey wrote that synthesis is, whether we know it or not, there's nothing we can do about it. It's a law of the cosmos. It is. Unity is what has to be created. Unity is what human beings have to achieve and manifest. Unity occurs on the outer planes. That's where we have to build our harmonious, peaceful, structures and relationships for living with each other and with the other kingdoms. Synthesis is behind all outer manifestation and it is simply a law, one of three great cosmic laws that govern our solar system. One of the laws being the law of economy, another being the law of attraction, which manifests as love and the third being the law of synthesis, which is the tendency to concentrate at a center or to fuse and blend and merge, as if God expresses his power as a centrifugal force. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, The Psychology of God, Part 1, The Tendency to Synthesis. This is a special offer from Luce's Publishing Company today, and it's The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. Uh, deity, is de deity is defined by Alice Bailey as the soul of all things. The soul, the higher self, or individuality is the guiding force within every human being. Through the law of rebirth, or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation, life after life, for purposes of service to the plan. Uh, this is more or less um, uh, a little something on what you on a theme that you'll find within the Alice Belly book, the soul, the quality of life, and I think also you'll find uh, today's discussion explored in a uh, deeper way. Uh, so. If you'd like to take advantage of this offer and take a look at the soul, the quality of life, look deeper into the soul, uh, this book is available for $16, and the uh, discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. 
So what you need to do, if you'd like to take advantage of the order of, of the offer, excuse me, is send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, that's $16. Ask for the book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. Send a check or a money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And we'll write a little uh, note saying you uh, heard about the offer on the show in our site. If you'd like to uh, get in contact with us for, for any reason, uh, give us a call at uh, 1-866-695-8247. That's a toll-free number, one 866 695 8247. The easy way to remember it is 1 866 NY Lucis. Think of 1 866 New York Lucis. All of our inner site programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, the website, www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. Um, I'd like to ask for your help. We really need your help because uh, we'd like to uh, be able to pay for these programs. Many of you have... uh, been listening to us for a long time, and we certainly appreciate your support. Uh, donations, both lar- large and small, are, are appreciated. So, if you'd like to contribute to uh, furthering this program and seeing that we stay on the air, uh, please send your donations to Lucis Trust, Lucis L U C I S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. I remember in an earlier program, uh, something came to mind as I was listening to today's uh, theme, which is the psychology of God, but uh, uh, I think, Sarah, it was you who brought up a uh, a quote from the ancients. The uh, the essence of this ancient quote was uh, to know yourself is to understand the universe. Uh, would, would well, that was the Delphic Oracle, not me. I can't take credit for that <laughs> well, one. You brought it up in the show, though. But I, I was thinking, and could we extend Know that? thyself and thou shalt know the universe. Now, could we take that a step further? To know thyself is to understand the psychology of God, or is that pushing I mean, the envelope, maybe? <laughs> well, uh, on a very advanced level, yes. To know oneself on the most spiritual level that we exist, yes, is to enter into the psychology of God. Because if we believe that the human being on its highest, most spiritual level is already divine, and the whole point of human evolution is to realize that divinity in active outer expression, then yes, we on our highest level have uh, some awareness of the psychology of God. The problem is our dualistic worldview that we bring with us into incarnation. We lose track for a very long time of our spiritual origin, our spiritual essence, because we become so identified with the outer material realm. And the reclaiming of our birthright 
of our divine uh, heritage is the whole point of the spiritual path. And it takes a very long time, but it has a point to it. I think the human experience is to manifest this God consciousness on earth in manifestation, in the way we deal with the material realm. Well, yes, that's the whole point behind all of this. That, and I think, because it mentions in the in the opening thought, when psychology shifts its attention away from the study of the psyche of the individual to the more universal understanding of psychology, then we will be on the way to understanding more of the nature of the whole and the great spiritual uh, destiny. And it is the spiritual Mm -hmm. destiny of the human race, humanity itself. Mm -hmm. And this is what kind of the, the kind of thinking that we'll have to begin to to think about and to manifest is this the uh, um, the great destiny that lies ahead for the human race and our responsibility to become as it says in the books yeah, eventually a station of light on planetary on planet earth yeah there is a contribution that the whole human species which is esoterically the fourth kingdom in nature is intended by God to manifest. So if we get out of our own little microcosmic worldview, which is all about me, 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 and start thinking about we, humanity, we gain some glimpse. And that's kind of, as he says here, she says, the role of psychology Mm -hmm. to uh, begin to to lift and expand this whole vision and um, to try to see the um, greater psychology of the soul at work. I think it's unfortunate that modern psychology is so fixated on the individual's idiosyncrasies. And I'm very aware of how much my own attention is given to my own uh, uh, quirksome psychology and my own idiosyncrasies. So I'm not finding fault with anyone who is Um, spending lots of time on that level but it's just so all absorbing and yet we lose sight of our humanity and of our the psychology of of human nature in its divine essence it's a completely it's it's a 180 degree shift I think from focusing on abnormal abnormal neuroses to the divine destiny that every human being can take part in. And I think if we start looking at these rules for inducing this soul control, we'll gain some sense of our our future psychological well-being. For instance, the tendency to synthesis. We can see it in ourselves and in our fellow men in a multitude of ways. Um, one marvelous development of of recent decades has been the exponential growth of NGOs, non-governmental organizations, charities, uh, non-profit foundations that exist worldwide for the betterment of humanity and the betterment of the planet. They are groups of people who have come come together not for self-service, although some groups work for solving problems that they collectively share like Alcoholics Anonymous Uh, that's fine and that's good there are other groups that are engaged in service to some cause that exists quite apart from their own need and this is an example of synthesis isn't it? 
Yes, it's uh, <clears throat> the, that very basic tendency in the, the human psyche to, uh, to, to reach out and to include mm -hmm. and to be more inclusive and uh, uh, look for the needs that need to be taken care of. Identify with. Identify with. That's a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, to identify because it's the next step. I mean, to identify towards, it, it moves us in towards group consciousness, in other words. And that's a, really the next step for the human consciousness to develop the group nature of consciousness. And in fact, that is an aspect, a central aspect of the path of spiritual evolution, because synthesis is the force that leads to initiation. The initiations being the basic and major steps along the spiritual way. Synthesis always fosters incorporation into or identifica identification with a larger realm of life that is marked by initiation. The consciousness expands to include a larger realm of life than it had previously grasped. So synthesis is that propelling spirit. Right, and uh, this, as we try to point out, is one of the <clears throat> one of the psychological factors of God, of God's own nature, is this tendency to synthesis. And this is where we get the tendency. It comes by way of God. And in fact, it, it, uh, it, it goes beyond God. It goes beyond the God of this planet to the God of the solar system and beyond. That's why I said earlier it is so huge and tremendous that we have to begin to think outside the box. Yes, um, it does um, involve some mind-stretching. Alice Bailey had an interesting idea on the point you just made. She said the law of synthesis has a direct connection with the one who is still higher than our logos, and it's a law uh, of control exercised by him upon the logos of our solar system. She said this is a spiritual relationship that fosters the synthesis of the spiritual elements that will result in their conscious return, the whole point being the word conscious, to their point of synthesis or unification with their source. That applies to all of us. We are all on that journey of return to our source, the source which is described as the one about whom naught may be said, so vast and so all-encompassing is that great life. On a, another level, another way of putting it, she said, in synthesis and in the all-inclusive awareness of the great life, which unfolds all that is, everything except what we know is evil, is persistent and forever endures. Nothing is lost in merging with this greater life. Everything is to be gained except the relinquishment of our separativeness, of our insistence on cleaving to our independent uh, individuality, which is pure illusion. That's the only thing we give up on this path of synthesis. But it has to be pursued in freedom, not under compulsion from any outside source. It's a self-chosen path, and when we're ready for it, we do choose it. Please take advantage of our special offer today, and that's the Alice Belly book, The Soul.
the quality of life. And uh, if you read this book, you'll be able to go into greater depth on today's topic, which is the psychology of God. So if you'd like to take advantage of the uh, offer and uh, get this very interesting book, it's available for $16. It's been discounted. What you need to do is send check or money order to Lucis Publishing, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And uh, if you need to get in touch with us for any reason whatsoever, give us a call on our toll-free number, which is one 866 695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. You've been listening to In Air Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.